0: Good evening, brothers and sisters, and welcome to our class of Ephesians chapter four. Yes, it's chapter four. Sorry, I had a typo there. I put chapter three, but it's chapter four. Living to God's glory, and once again, I'm very, very happy just to be here with all of you, and uh, very thankful to God for be for having uh, this platform to be here right now. So let us begin. Let us ju- just jump right into our our, our what we've been. Uh, uh looking for what we've been uh um, studying all this time and let us jump in into our section b the way god uh, the way god's work works unity uh through spiritual gifts of leadership and in the church and we've been dealing with uh uh we started on uh verses 11 and 12 which we see right here he himself appointed apostles prophets evangelists uh, pastors and teachers. The five ministries that we all know are, or because of the Greek translation, it's four, but literally we know it as five. But we see this, that this is for the equipping of the saints. The equipment of the saints is the, the whole purpose that the gifts of, of leadership are given. It's for that. It's to build us up as Christians. It's to build us, uh, to build our church up as well so if we continue equipping also has the idea of to put right meaning to make amends to make it strong to make better stronger christians so that's the whole idea behind the greek terminology of equipping meaning to set broken bones right or mending fixing nets right so we we continue on with uh our, our, our slides and says it says that God's people do the real work of ministry. Leaders in the church have the first responsibility to equip people to serve and to direct their service as God God leads. Now think about that for a minute. We have the responsibility we as leaders have the responsibility to equip to give the materials right to give the materials in order for people showing them how to serve showing them how to be how how to depend on God we need to show them and then they will know that that God leads everything by us showing them and by us telling them by us but us showing and and equipping equipping them that this is the work of ministry and the one who leads it is God, right? So let us go quickly here. Smith says the primary purpose of the church isn't to convert sinners to Christianity, but, the, but to perfect, meaning to complete and mature the saints for the ministry and edification of the body. This is only to perfect the body of Christ. Not to make it worse, not to make it uh, weak. No, it's to perfect it. We're on in a soul process of being perfected. The body of Christ needs to be perfected. There's no weak link. Everybody is going through a perfection, through a process leading to perfection. It doesn't mean that you're perfect. I've heard a, a, a young person say that she's perfect in every way, but that is not true. And if she sees, the, if she sees this, uh, she, she won't know exactly who I'm talking about. But, uh, even though she's kidding, of course, but no one's perfect. But everybody in the body of Christ is being perfected for ministry and to edify the body of Christ. Right? So we jump in into uh, verses thirteen and sixteen, and I'm going to read it really quickly. Until we all reach unity in the faith and the acknowledge uh, and in the in the knowledge, my bad, of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Verse fourteen. Then we will no longer be infants, tossed back. And forth by the waves and blown here, blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and the craftiness of people in their uh, deceitful scheming. Verse 15. Instead, speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head that is Christ. Verse 16. From him, the, bo- the whole body, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love as, uh, as each part does its work. Right? So let's, let's just right write in, into this the desired goal of God's work through church leadership and equipped saints. Till we all come to the unity of faith. This is the first goal of God's work through the gifted offices and equipped saints. This is constant with both the ultimate purpose of God that we saw in Ephesians 1.10 and the mystery of God revealed through Paul in Ephesians 3.6. Now if you didn't watch our series of Ephesians chapter 1 and chapter 3, I advise you to go to our Facebook page or to our YouTube channel and watch them in order for you to know what is God's ultimate plan and what is the mystery of God revealed that Paul was was describing and he was preaching and he was writing about. So please go, please go. So again, by clearly stating that this is a unity of the faith, Paul did not command a structural or organizational unity, but a spiritual unity around a common faith. This is what unity of the faith means. Being um, spiritually in unity, a spiritual unity, my bad, around a common faith. That is what it means, right? And the knowledge of the Son of God. When the gifted offices work right and the saints and the saints are properly equipped christian christian maturity increases and there is a greater intimacy in the experience of god when we come to the knowledge of who the son of god is of who jesus christ is then we will be mature when we come into that intimacy with god when we approach his presence when we're in his presence that's when maturity comes in that's where growth comes in so that is the important thing that paul was telling the ephesians in that unity of faith you need to also you need the aspect of knowing who the son of god is in order to be mature you need we need to be mature some of us have 10 years, 15 years, even 25 or 30 years walking with the Lord, and we still act as infants. We still act as babies in the Lord. When we should be already matured, we should already be eating that bread. But we don't. And we complicate or overcomplicate the gospel when it's very simple. We need to grow in maturity. We need to head to that matured, uh, matureness of, G- of, of of Jesus. And the only one who can perfect us and help us be equipped is God. But the saints need to be equipped. Where? In the presence of God. In the knowledge of knowing who God is. In the knowledge of knowing who the Son of God is. In in the unity of faith. In the community of faith as well. Right? to perfect man to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. The gifted offices and equipped saints bring the saints to maturity according to the measure of Jesus himself. As years pass by, we should not only grow old in Jesus, but more mature in him as well, as both individuals and as a corporate body. That is the standard that is where we need to head. Jesus himself is the measuring stick that we need to be measured of. And if we don't measure up to Jesus, then I don't know what you're measuring yourself in uh, to into or whatever. Because if we're not reflecting Jesus, then where's the standard? We're not going by the pastor standards. We're not going by the leader standards. We have the best example in Jesus Christ, and he is the one that we need to be measured with. And if we don't reflect Jesus Christ, and if we don't have the characteristic characteristics of Jesus, then I don't know what we're truly doing. Yes, we are all called to lead. We're all called for a purpose. But if we don't have that uh, aspect, that perspective of who God is, that our standard is Jesus, that He, we are measured through Him and by Him, then what are we doing? We need to reach the stature of the fullness of Christ. We need to grow more mature in Him. That is the whole idea. That is the whole purpose. That is the whole purpose of equipping the saints, of being perfected. We need to be measured. Now, we can grow old in Christ. We can walk this path for until we're 67. And, and those, uh, my brothers, who are uh, already uh, uh, senior citizens, uh, already in that age, I, I applaud you. I have uh, amounts of respect for you that you have maintained yourself in the path of for, for this long. But yes, we need to mature. It doesn't, it now it does. It doesn't matter how old you are or how how young you are. But the more you spend time in the presence of Jesus, that is how much more you're going to be matured. You're going to mature up. And remember, we're part of a body that is being perfected. When you work out, your muscles are torn. Basically, you're building new muscle. So you, when you work out, your muscles are being torn in order to make new ligaments, new muscle, new muscle strands. That, what, I, what I'm saying is that your muscle is maturing. It's creating, it's being strengthened, it's creating something new, something more, uh, something more uh, 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 with strength, something more, you know, with oomph, you know, with more volume, if I can say that. That is what being mature is all about. And being part, part of the body of Christ, that is what it is. You're strengthening the body. As you mature in Christ, as you're being equipped by the saints. As the leaders continue to equip you. And God continues to give you what? Gifts. Right? That is what it's all about. We should no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about every. Every wind of doctrine, the gifted offices and equipped saints, results in stability being firmly planted on the foundation of the apostles and prophets that comes in Ephesians 2.20. Again, our class on Ephesians 2 is on YouTube and Facebook. Okay, So, this is something very important because there's a lot of currents out there. There's a lot of doctrines out there that are false doctrines. Now, if you are not reading your Bible, if you are not uh, going into deep, going profounding yourself, going deeply into the Word, then uh, you might fall. We need to stand firm and be stable in the foundation of the apostles and prophets, meaning in the doctrine. Those who do not mature in this ways are targets of deceivers. Who are effective precisely because they operate in trickery and in cunning craftiness and they lie in way to deceive they are uh they are they're out there like landmines that the mature can avoid okay yes there are deceivers out there there are false teachers out there there are people who play with words and make you believe whatever they want you to believe. And people are deceived. Again, it's like a terrain full of landmines. And we see, and, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, well, landmines were used a lot in World War One, World War Two, and in the Vietnam War. Now in the Vietnam War, the terrain, well, it played very well to the advantage of the people because it was very humid. And you can hide a, a landmine wherever you wanted to. And still today there's some landmines that are not active anymore and they're still buried. They're still buried underground and they're still there, as a matter of fact. But a skilled soldier, a soldier that knows that has been equipped, that has been trained, will know exactly, will measure the terrain, will look at the terrain, will look at its geography, will will do whatever, but he will walk cautiously. Someone who is not equipped will just walk into that landmine and boom. We're not expected. That is exactly what we, we need to be. We need to be ready and equipped, not run into the field and explode and you know and be destroyed by deceivers and tricks. No, we shouldn't be that way. And that is not that way. That's why we need to be we stand firm on we, what we believe in in the doctrine which is in the gospel of Jesus Christ, right? The ancient Greek word for tossed to and from, and from is from the same words used to describe the stormy sea of Galilee in Luke 8.24, raging of the water. We can wrongly value movement over growth. Mere movement is being tossed to and fro. But God wants us to grow up in all things. In other words, God wants us to mature. That is what God wants. By the trickery of men, the words refer to the art used by gamesters who employ false dice that will always throw throw up one kind of number. Which is that by which those who play in 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 them cannot win. That's what Clark says. Running after spiritual fads or spiritual um, or or or, or other spiritual things, uh, false things, will always leave one a loser spiritual fads, the fashion, what's, what, what's popular, you know? That's what I'm talking about. We'll always leave someone as a loser, right? Speaking the truth in love, this speaks to not only how we are to relate to one another in God's family, but also to how leaders and saints are to deal with deceivers, We should deal with them in love, but never uh, budging from the truth. Love them, but show them the truth. Right? Speak in truth. May grow up in all things unto him who is the head. Another Another way maturity is described is as growing up into Jesus who is the head. Again, this defines the direction of maturity. We never grow independent of Jesus. We grow up into Him. And that is very important. We need to grow into Him. How do we do that? Read your Word. Pray. Spend time with Him. Have that intimacy with Him. That's how we're going to grow. Right? Spurgeon says, A church that is only united in itself, but not united to Christ, is no living church at all. You may attain to the unity of the the frost-bound earth in which men and women are frozen together with the cold properties of uh, uh, aristocracy, but it is not the unity of life. We need Jesus in order to function as a church. We need Jesus in order to work. We need Jesus in order to live. A body without its head cannot function. So we need that. We need it. We need Jesus in our lives. Adam Clark on grow up unto Him. This is a continuance uh, of a metaphor taken from me- uh, from the members of a human body receiving nourishment equally and growing up. Each is in due proportion to the other parts and to the other body in gen and to the body in general, according to the working uh, effective working by which every part does its share. The evidence of maturity that the leaders and the saints are all doing their job and it is effective. Right, and with this I will end. This means every part and joint provides what it can supply in in a coordinated effort. When this happens, it naturally causes the growth of the body both in size and in strength, but especially growth for building itself up in love. That is what truly is important, to grow in Christ, to grow more in His love, to grow more in, in strength, in power, but to produce fruit of the Spirit, to grow and mature in Him, to have that intimacy with Him, but to also have those gifts that He can only assign to us. Again, some are called to be prophets, some are called to be apostles, again, apostle means messenger. Some are teachers, some are pastors, some are evangelists. But if you may say, uh, well, Brother Zeke, I, I don't, I'm not an apostle, I'm not an evangelist, I'm not a teacher, I'm not a pastor, I'm not a prophet, then what? You're a servant. You're, you're a servant of God. And whatever you do for Him, He will appreciate it. And He will honor it. But do it in love. And speak truth always. And by that, brothers and sisters, I will end tonight, today's class. Um, Next week, we will start Section C. And we were talking about the old man and the new man. So if you have more questions, we will address them next week. So with that being said, I just want to thank you for this time. Thank you for joining us. And don't forget that we have our our service at 10 o'clock in the morning and our uh, in-person class at 9. So with that being said, I just want to thank you. May God bless you, and I'll see you here next week.